This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1258 of Horse Tip Daily, your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse folks. people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from a regular contributor, Dr. Tanya Cubitt from Performance Horse Nutrition. This time, Dr. Cubitt explains exactly what electrolytes are, how they work, and best practices for feeding them to your horse. And we'll get right to our tip after this important message. Jen here, host of the Horse Tip Daily Show on the Horse Radio Network. The way consumers interact with the brands they have trusted for years and those they are about to fall in love with for the first time is becoming more and more mobile, literally, and will continue to do so for the foreseeable future. Podcasts or internet radio shows like this one combine the new consumer preference for on-demand information and entertainment with the power of niche market audiences. Advertising on the Horse Radio Network podcasts allows you to reach the equestrian consumer using today's preferred on-demand delivery system. It's cost-effective and flexible, able to reinforce your existing marketing and social media strategies. To learn more about advertising on this show or any of the shows on the Horse Radio Network, contact us at 859-951-2022 or You can email us at glenn at horseradionetwork.com. That's glenn with two N's at horseradionetwork.com. Come and join the Horse Radio Network family. You'll enjoy the ride. And I'm so happy to welcome back to the show Dr. Tanya Cubitt from Performance Horse Nutrition. She stops by on a regular basis and informs and enlightens us, and for me at least, usually creates more questions about all things horse nutrition. How are you doing, Dr. Tanya Cubitt? I am doing fantastic, Jennifer. As always, thank you for having me back on. We love having you on the show because you're informative. I feel smarter when you're finished, but I don't ever feel dumb. Well, that's good. Yeah. You always, you always, I feel good. Like, oh, I want to learn more about that. And then I usually go over to Performance Source Nutrition and read some good stuff. Oh, great. Great. Well, so what are we going to talk about today? Well, today's show is inspired by a listener question that we got a little while back. And this time of year when spring is rolling around and the weather is heating up, invariably we ta- start to talk about your horse's salt intake and we talk about electrolytes and dehydration Uh, and hydration, and she wanted to know, what's the difference between salt and electrolytes? This is a great question, and the really complicated answer is everything and nothing. They're exactly the same thing, and they're completely different. You you confused yet? (laughs) So really, it's, it's this kind of thing that we seem to do a lot in nutrition and is using terms synonymously. But let's just talk about what electrolytes are. So electrolytes are electrically electrically charged salts or ions or some people even call, or minerals, really 
the correct term would be, say, electrolytes are electrically charged minerals. But some people use the term uh, generic salts, electrolyte salts. They are made up, these electrically charged minerals or electrolytes are sodium, chloride, potassium, and magnesium. Now, when you think about salt, what the true definition of salt that we would use in our food or on our table in the kitchen, it's a combination of sodium and chloride. That is table salt. So when I say it's the same, but it's different, it's the same because salt is an electrolyte. The two particles that make up salt are electrolytes, but it's different because you are missing out on also potassium and magnesium. So what do they do? They're dissolved in the body and carried in the blood and, and um, cell fluids. As the salts or these electrolytes dissolve in the blood and tissues of the body, um, they assist in preserving correct balance of fluids both inside and outside the cell and what that does they also act as a function in the generation of nerve impulses they help to contract and relax muscles um, the heart is a huge muscle so they help contract and relax the heart they help process waste um, they're really involved in virtually every function in the body. An electrolyte imbalance may cause such complications as dehydration, muscle fatigue, reduced stamina, overheating, and also tying up. Um, so it's really, really important that we supplement with electrolytes if the horse is sweating heavily and excreting a lot of those electrolytes. Now, if you were just to supplement with plain old salt, sodium and chloride, we would be missing out on the functions of potassium and chloride. So what does sodium and chloride do? This is common salt, NaCl. Um, and they're, they're the two primary electrolytes in the body. But potassium, one of its major roles is to ensure correct um, pressure, which affects the sensitivity of nerves and muscle impulses. Horses suffering from a lack of potassium are prone to fatigue, muscle weakness, exercise intolerance, tying up, and decreased water intake. Uh, magnesium plays a critical role as a cofactor in over like 300 different reactions in the body. Um, also very, very important for muscle function. Uh, so it's really important that we supply all of these electrolytes and not just sodium and chloride. So if you were just giving your horse salt and you weren't uh, supplying an actual electrolyte supplement, if your horse is sweating heavily, you're going to miss out on potassium and magnesium. So sweat is how they lose electrolytes. Correct. So Sweat is made up of electrolytes, these minerals, or sometimes people call them electrolyte salts, as well as a lot of water. So when a horse is dehydrated, he could be yeah. dehydrated because he's sweating more than he's drinking. Mm -hmm. He could be dehydrated because he's just not drinking. Yep. Yeah. So yep. whenever you, because I've, I've heard people say, give your horse salt to encourage him to drink. Are there circumstances under which that's a bad idea? Not really. I, I, I typically don't recommend that people just top dress their feed with salt. I always like to have a plain white iodized salt block available to the horse for them to lick on. As you know yourself, some days you're craving sweet, some days you're craving salt. Usually it's dependent on the weather or your exercise level. So I like horses to have ad lib access to salt. I typically don't like to put it on the feed 
unless I'm trying to force them to drink. And if I'm trying to force them to drink, I may put a little bit on the feed or I may actually just um, syringe a salty solution into their mouth because, you know, if you eat salty food, you'll, um, you'll want to drink. That being said, some people will put electrolytes in the horse's water. We don't actually recommend doing that because you know how picky horses are with water. You can alter the taste of the water and some really picky horses won't drink. And so they're twofold, not getting water. So they'll be more heat dehydrated and they're not getting the electrolytes that you want them. So a lot of electrolytes, if you're um, concerned about your horse not consuming them, they'll come, you can get them in a paste. So say you're a three-day eventer, for example, and or an endurance rider and you really need to be 100% sure that they're getting all of those electrolytes immediately after exercise, then a paste is probably the best way to go. But interestingly enough, you bring up, you know, what is sweat. That's one way that they, they're primarily losing electrolytes as well as moisture. I've got some figures here on just how much um, weight horses can lose, which we in, in research use as kind of an indicator um, of sweat loss. So a standard harness horse before and after a one-mile race was measured, and they lost between 11 and 30 pounds. Um, Field hunters, exactly. So before and after three hours of fox hunting, 20 to 100 pounds of weight loss, meaning sweat loss. Um, Thoroughbred horse in race training, 10 to 15 pounds, uh, and endurance horses, 20 to 88, 80, so 100 pounds um, before and after a race of about 85 kilometers. Yeah, so you don't think that they're sweating that much because a lot of it's actually just evaporating away, but that is moisture loss um, out of the horse. So that's weight chain, weight loss pre and post those exercises. So it is really, really important to make sure that um, you're supplying plenty of water post-exercise. Don't worry about the old myth that your horse will get found or if you give it water, just like yourself. You don't want to drink freezing cold water right after you exercise, but you want to make sure that they have access to fresh, clean water and that uh, post-exercise is when you want to make sure that you're giving them an electrolyte. Yep. Horses are very, very susceptible to dehydration. So two more questions. I'll try to keep this brief, sure. everybody, because I tend to get... I tend to get uh... Dr. Cubit going and then I, and we can't stop. Can you give your horse too much salt or electrolytes? For example, you to the person who likes to put it in their feed, so he has no choice but to consume it. Can you give them too much? And if you do, what happens? Uh, yes, you can give too much. Um, that's why I say I don't recommend putting salt directly onto the feed. Um, when you're feeding a powdered electrolyte supplement, however, you do put it on the feed. And if you're following the directions outlined on the back of the product, then you're going to be fine. You're not going to be feeding too much. Don't ever go over those label directions unless you've consulted with your veterinarian, your nutritionist, or the company that you purchased it from. That way you can be safe not to you know, go over any of those requirements. Um, if you're putting extra salt on the feed, then it can actually act as a kind of counterproductive. We're trying to encourage the horse to drink, but by adding too much salt, he can actually um, get dehydrated and, and not want to eat because it will decrease palatability of the feed. Aha. Uh-huh. I knew there had to be a downside to all that salt and stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. So the, the lesson learned there is follow the instructions that come with the product that that was made for a horse. Don't be yes. giving electrolytes made for some other animal to your horse. Absolutely correct. That's another point that should be brought up that I didn't. So this is why I say asking the questions is the best part of the program <laughs> because all animals excrete different quantities. So all electrolytes are the same. We have the sodium chloride, potassium, magnesium, but depending on the animal or you know the human, we will secrete those electrolytes in different quantities. So feeding your horse Gatorade thinking that it's going to supply them with the electrolytes that they've lost is incorrect because it will supply the electrolytes that a human has lost in those concentrations, but it's not designed in the right concentrations for equine sweat loss. Equine sweat loss is higher in certain um, electrolytes than others. So well, make sure it's designed yeah, for a horse. Something. And I remember back in the day, the electrolytes we used to buy at the tack and feed store which were basically the only ones available had a picture of a dog on the front because they were made for dogs but that was all they yes. made back then now you have and back in the day dogs. that's all they made so that that was better than nothing but yeah we have the correct technology now so we don't have to do that now, now we know what really goes in there well thank you very very much for enlightening me every time we talk about electrolytes and salt i le- learn a little bit more about them so by the time i'm 95 i'll have it down pat you know, that's one thing that I hope. I think the day you stop learning is the day that you die. So there you go. Um, well, keep we're... on learning and listen to lots of different people because everybody says it a different way. That's and right. maybe you pick up a little something different from everybody. Do. That's right. So where can folks uh, get a hold of you if they have more nutrition questions? If they have more nutrition questions, they can find me on our website, uh, performancehorsenutrition.com. Our email and phone number is right there on the website. Alrighty, thank you very much, Dr. Cubitt. We'll see you again soon. Well, there you have it. You can find lots more tips as well as links to our guests at horsetipdaily.com. Make sure you have all of your favorite Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go by downloading the free Horse Radio Network app for your iPhone or Android. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. And you can also subscribe via iTunes. And we'd like to give a big blanket shout out to the many, many small businesses who have been supporting the Horse Tip Daily Show for the past five years. And if your small business would like to join the fun by becoming a sponsor, you can find all the contact information you need on the website, horsetipdaily.com. There's an advertising tab right there at the top of the page. This is Coach Jen, and I'll be back again soon. So until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the Horse Tip Daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show. <music>